Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee, and what's the course record? I'm ready. Welcome to Clubhouse VIP. This is episode 64. My name is Woody. And as always, I'm joined with Pro K. What's up, man? What's going on? So this is a uh, dedicated golf episode. Stacy's going to hate this. What can, I, what can we say about her real quick to go ahead and just make her happy? See, right now she's probably listening. It's... Sometime between 9 and 9.45 in the morning, she is on her second cup of coffee. There's probably Jim Beam in it. <laughs> yeah. She uh, she probably wants to hear about how the person she voted for let a, a balloon float around oh, okay. the country yeah. for, for well, a week. This is the golf episode, and, and just so everybody knows, we're we're going to talk about the the waste management coming up. We got some picks. We're gonna we're gonna open it up the uh, first of the year with with getting the golf gambling. I think I finished. I think I owed over a thousand dollars to my bookie from last year. So we're we gonna need a, we need a good year this year. We're gonna start that off. We're gonna go over that. Couple of guys are going to live. We've got some live confirmation. Also, Proke has got some gossip. About Augusta and the PIF. That's the, uh, what was that stand for again? Public Investment Fund. Those are the Saudis. His buddies, the Saudis. He keeps a close eye on the Saudis. All their moves, he keeps a close eye on them. But before we get into the golf, oh, we oh, have we already done, have we already made like maybe picks for the, uh, for the majors? Yes. Do you, do you still have those recorded? Uh-huh. Okay. So we won't do that then. But yeah, let's start it off. Let, let, let's talk about the uh, the balloon, the spy balloon. Yeah. What's, what, what's going on with the spy balloon, Proke? It got, it got deflated. Trump hit it with a golf ball. By the way, I think didn't Trump win his senior uh, club championship? <laughs> he did, and he skipped the first round. <laughs> Imagine being so good. You could win your senior club championship and not even play all the rounds. That, that's elite. That's that's top elite. G. It is it, top G. <laughs> some people just can't handle his, his top no. G. Yeah. I, it was funny. This week when the the balloon surfaced and the t- uh the people on the telly and and the the tweeter machine they were like hey we can't shoot it down that would be an act of aggression you guys are crazy and then it got over the ocean like 3 days later and they shot it down and they're like, Biden's a genius. 
He's so smart. <laughs> uh, who's saying he's a genius? All the Stacys? Yeah, every, uh, uh, the TV, the news. What do you think? The the simps on the news. Are, are these also known as dumbass liberals? Yeah, those ones. Oh, okay. You said it. That's not me. I just was confirming that's what we're talking about. Um, Some people say I was weird and I was breaking the law when I would fly my drone over people's houses and spy on them in their backyard. Some people said that I was strange when I was watching them play um, cornhole in the backyard. Mm-hmm. This is this is taking that to a whole nother level. You're flying a giant balloon, like <laughs> blatantly flying it right across the United States, like like straight over <laughs> everything. Yes, but it's okay because they financed this campaign. <laughs> I mean, let's all right. Let's take all the politics aside for a second. The United States government, also known as Big Brother, honest, honest to God, in this is the first thirty-eight years old. This is the first time in my life that I was like, "Holy crap!" The mainland United States could be attacked by someone. Like, I didn't think a, that balloon could get within a hundred miles before it was blown to pieces. Like, and it's floating over Montana. I mean, just been there for a week. And it's not like it crept through Canada. Like, right. they threw it. I think it came through Washington or Oregon. Like, somewhere over there. Like, we just missed this thing floating around over the Pacific? So, another problem is, I'm pretty sure the whole reason why we have Hawaii as a state is for, like, strategic military purposes. Yes, for the... And in uh, in the same yeah. in the same for Alaska, like, right? Like that's like that, that way they, we they, that, they like flew their planes into there because they would have never gotten past there and made it to California, right? Without getting lit up, so they're like, "We'll stop here." So I, I feel like between Hawaii and Alaska. We pretty much probably have like the sea and the sky covered with like right. ra- radar and one, sonar. One would think that like that that probably covers us to where it's a little bit of a cushion. We'll know when an attack's coming to where we have time to prepare. I feel like that's that's probably also part of the reason why Puerto Rico is a territory. I'm sure there's strategic right. military purposes there too, and. And Guam is over there by the Philippines and Japan and stuff like that gives us some idea what's going on over there. Right. Um, These are all, I feel like they're all strategic military bases essentially is what they are. Um, And then then we wake up one day and there's just a balloon over Montana. (laughs) Right. Like, like you always laughed at, like anytime Kim Jong is like, ooh, we're gonna we can get this bomb, it'll reach America. I'm like, that wouldn't reach a hundred miles within the coast of America. And then there's just a Chinese just float a balloon over top of us. Like, a balloon. Wait, what? 
It's a meme. Like it's it's, it's not even like a, a a missile's moving quite fast. A balloon is just floating around on the wind. It's just it's wild to me. I was laughing about this in the chat. Like I was I was staying up with like I thought this whole thing is like a, just a joke at this point. Like I mean it's it's actually pretty serious when you think about it. I think that's what you're saying. I think you're saying like this is like right. a it, it's a joke cuz like but it is serious. Like holy crap. Like they're literally asleep at the wheel. It's not only that way. And what's funny about it to me and what's actually should, what should be very embarrassing to this, um, to this administration and which, which in turn makes America look ridiculous is we're sitting here like tracking tic tac UFOs and shit, right? Doing this crazy maneuvers. And we're like tracking all this. We're watching all this stuff declassified information that's now been offered to the public. And this happened years ago and the fucking Chinese just like float over a balloon. <laughs> like well, in, a, in a world of so much high tech shit going on, like we're able to track alien civilizations and shit. We can intercept asteroids in space. Like we, Elon Musk is sending people. There's a fucking Tesla in space just driving around. And China sends over like a fucking essentially a giant hot air balloon with a bunch of fucking sensors and shit. They said it's the size of like two city buses. Like <laughs> it's so blatant what they're doing. And it's almost they like they did it as a joke. Like the only thing worse would be like homing pigeons. Like if all of a sudden like a couple of hundred pigeons like were flying over California and like, you know, they all had like shit on them, like homing radar pigeons with messages, encrypted messages on them. That would would be the only thing that'd be worse than this. I mean, the fact that it's a balloon is what's funny. And then they let it, they, they, they let it just like meander over the United States for like a week. Yes. (laughs) It's, it's pretty embarrassing. Like, if I was part of the defense of of the country, I'd be like, what's happening right now? And apparently they said they didn't want to shoot it down. I mean, think of the world that we live in now. There's not even people in Montana. They didn't want to shoot it. Land. They didn't want to shoot it down because they felt like it could it could harm Americans. But, but listen, letting I'm pretty them surveil the, the country for a week it's not going to harm them. Let me tell you something. Um, there's a lot of people we're not going down this fucking rabbit hole, but there's a lot of people that say that we shot down a, a plane on 9-11. That plane that landed in, uh, what was it, Pennsylvania? Wherever it oh. no, the, the one where the guy was like, let's roll. Oh. There's a lot of people. There, there's a lot of people that are that think that because that that plane was headed for the White House. I've never heard that. You never heard that. Oh, that's interesting. Never okay. heard that. This is not me making this up right now. There's a lot of people, like scientist type people, like that have broken down, like the like the where it was shot down and the way the wreck wreckage is, and just like I've the heard whole thing stuff about Pentagon, but 
never that. Right. Well, thinking that it, a missile landed in the Pentagon or something, right? Like they didn't find any. It look, we're not going to go down there. We're not. <laughs> we're, they crashed, uh, but we're not going to go through all those things. But there are people that that suggest that you know. I mean, and the reason why I say this is not to say that the government's hiding anything, but it's well, more I mean, or less. It's it's it came more, down to it. They would shoot, shoot it down. You shoot the plane down. That, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Like if if two planes have already crashed, like into the World Trade Center, another one is at the Pentagon, and they've got another one that's flying to the fucking White House. You're like, be like, sorry, sorry, two hundred people. Yeah, we're you not shoot letting it down. This fly into DC. You shoot it down. You kill Americans. You shoot it down, and then you let the fucking uh, if the t- tire lands on someone's house and a baby dies. Sorry, so, so, so be it. <laughs> Can't let them fly it into D.C. Sorry. Right. So with that being said, I'm calling bullshit on the whole, like, didn't want it to fucking, like, harm any Americans. So we just let it continue to spy on us for four more days. I'm calling bullshit on that. Well, I just think it's because he, they financed his whole election campaign, man. And then on top of that, they wait till it gets out over the ocean. And these these are all like the save the save the fucking whales. <laughs> they shoot it down. Save the sea, all the, turtles. Turtles. All the sea turtles. All the sea turtles. All the dolphins. Sea turtles are toast. Like we're worried about straws floating in the ocean and getting caught in the little fucking nose. <laughs> we just dropped two school buses of plastic. <laughs> plastic and metal. Probably some oil. And God knows what the be. balloons. Well, God knows to, the, what was a hot air balloon? Oh, you know, there's like batteries and shit on there that are fucking like th- that are made out of. Oh yeah, shit once that the are acid like, leaks out of those, they're gonna yes. kill all the like snails on the floor of the ocean. It's gonna be, it's gonna be bad. So anyway, it's really embarrassing that that this happened. Because here's the thing: I mean, it's we're, so embarrassing. We're all spying on each okay. other, like right. They're like, like through satellites, right? Like, and I'm sure there's some other espionage type shit happening. It's like a cat and mouse game. We're all playing the same convince, game. You're you're trying to portray to the world still that you're like the world's superpower, the number one superpower in the world, and you let a balloon from China just float over your country for a week. And yeah, you, <laughs> what? Right now, the United States has to take an L from a wish.com balloon. <laughs> right. Like, that's how pathetic this is. That's that's you, the you world we live in right now. You remember that uh, in London back in, I don't know, 2018, whatever. Uh, London has the uh, like Taliban mayor guy. I don't remember his name, but they were, he was they were protesting Donald Trump in London for who knows why. But they had the little baby Trump balloon. I don't remember this. I don't remember this. The, don't remember he was it. like a. It was like a a Trump. It was big, fat, round, like. Like a uh, float from a parade. Oh, really? Okay. Someone made it. And like he was a, in a diaper. Like a character. He was just crying. They needed to float that over China. See, now, wouldn't that be funny 
if we now float a balloon over, like, how do we respond to it? Well, China's mad that we shot it out of the sky. They said it's an act of aggression. <laughs> Settle down, China. Well, yeah, because they're fucking spying on us. Like, and they, they tried some bullshit. See, this is how you no, know. It's about the weather, bro. This is how you know. About like, the weather. This is how you know they don't give two fucks about Biden. They straight up alpha the fuck out of Biden with the <laughs> balloon. <laughs> they sent a balloon over, and then we we instead of us like just shooting it down because it shouldn't be here anyway. It's fucking over our fucking country. We could do what the fuck we want. Like if it's a mistake, well, that costs you money. You know, if we Sorry. if Your we mistake. <laughs> if we had a balloon floating around and it went into mainland China, what do we expect is going to happen? They're going to shoot it down. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like anybody would do that. What would the Israelis do? Like the Israelis would shoot it down and then kill the family of the people that made it. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? The yes, Jews would be fucking around with that, dude. The Jews would be, oh, zero fucks. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, we took, we had, while it's floating around, taking pictures, whatever it's doing, it's fucking, we called China and was like, hey, is this your balloon? They're like, oh, that's a uh, civilian research balloon. Uh, we uh, we, we, we checking the weather. It we, got lost. It's uh, it's uh, just a floating. No problem. No problem. No problem. And we were like, oh, okay. That's the, that's that's that seems legit. I guess. <laughs> sounds right. It sounds right. So then right. we just continued to let it float, and then <laughs> after it went over, it did all the spying it needed to do. Then we shot it down. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of those videos where like you see the dogs like barking at each other with the fence in between them, but they open up the fence and then they just stop. And then once they close the fence again, they start barking. That's what I just saw happen. (laughs) Yes. The United States will talk all this shit about China, this China, that TikTok is needs to be banned, you know, Oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then they had a chance to just like, one up them, and we that, literally take t- took an L to a balloon. That that might be the the softest moment in American history, right? Last week. So, what do you think, Stacy and all her people are saying? Like, are they are they genuinely like rallying behind the the balloon being shot down in the ocean? Well, I'm sure that they got a bunch. It's. They're just like, hey, it uh, it wasn't hurting anybody up there. We don't know how the future works. We don't know how this works. It's not armed. A lot no of people plans. were saying that it was flying over like some sort of bases. Well, yep, up up in the uh, middle of the country in the north is where a lot of the silos are for the nukes. They're located in the middle of nowhere. For all we know, China tried to take out fucking a bunch of people with the fucking coronavirus. For all we know, they were they were fucking with some shit in a lab, and maybe it got loose. Maybe it was on purpose. I don't know. I mean, it really didn't kill that many people compared to the world's population, you know. But it was Mm -hmm. enough to shut down the economy. So, like, if they did that on purpose. If they did that on purpose, then they 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 won with that. Oh yeah, they oh they won big time. 
And so, and now they're like, oh. The curious part is that they're still doing the nonsense over there. But I just think that's because they like, they love the control it gives them. And then they send a balloon over, like a blatant spy balloon. That, that, oh, we weren't going to shoot that. What if it had like COVID in it, man? Can't shoot it out of the sky. There could be COVID. 2.0, the, the, the here, bionic here, version. Here's the thing. We, we've we got video of us chasing fucking tic-tac fucking things. And we think we know what that is. Like there's a lot of smart people. And I use that with bunny quotes that can explain what that is. And a lot of people are like, I can't explain that. What do you think? We, I mean, if we, I'm sure we had drones up there with the fucking uh, balloon flying around, examining. I mean, the, the, right? We weren't just like looking at it with binoculars, and we're like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I mean, we, we, I, we, I can't. We had to have known what it is, like its capabilities. Yeah, and I assume we had to have known this, right? I'd assume that we have the technology to that the little drone they fly up there could block any sending of signals and maybe that's what was happening you know so i'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt now like maybe we actually did have it under control and we were just but but like they're trying to like it's hard it's hard to give them the benefit of the doubt when they just let it float in from the pacific that was like like it's like we woke up and it was in it was like three states inland like whoa what's this Hot air balloon doing up there. With- we should have heard about this like four days earlier when it was like over the when it was flying by fucking Hawaii. Like, what is that? A balloon? <laughs> right. Does this not show up on the air traffic control radar? Yeah, it's something like yeah, like like air, like air Hawaii. Like you the fucking. You can literally see if you watch. You can go on the internet and look at all the planes in the air. In right. the world. <laughs> right. But you can't see a balloon coming. I think that's literally how I'm it was. Sure. I think that's how it was, quote unquote, leaked to the press is like there were like airline pilots flying around like, hey, uh, we got a balloon out here. You guys see this? <laughs> we got a balloon out here. Does anybody see this balloon? Oh, then air traffic controls like, oh, is that what that is? That's a balloon? Huh. All right. Let's 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 call. Let's call the White House to see if they. They got any info. I mean, I you, you hope to think that we at least were because that's what they're that's what they're running with. They're saying that they were doing counterintelligence. So they were letting it do its thing. They were monitoring it. They said it was at no harm. There was doing they said they had it under control and were kind of spying on the spy as it went out to the ocean. And then we just had this like alpha moment again. It's almost as if the the fence was brought back in between the two dogs. And then we started barking real loud again. Like, Oh, we're big and bad. I think the alpha moment, like you, you literally had to shoot a balloon with fighter jet. What? Like alpha thing would have you just go up there and you pop it with a needle. Like stick your arm out the window and pop it. <laughs> or yeah, or like rig a plane to shoot a bow and arrow, like shoot an arrow. You know what yeah. I mean? Something cool. Like, why do you need to shoot? Why do you need to waste a, uh, all those giant bullets on this balloon? I want to see the tapes of this thing. I want to see what two city, two city buses of sensors oh, you'll looks never like. See it. You'll never see it. <laughs> Unless somebody was out there on their boat, just Troll it around. You'll never listen, see it. Listen, listen. Canada would have responded tougher than we did. 
the Canadians. Yeah, and and the Prime Minister of Canada has pronouns. There's a lot of people that do. But yeah, no, um, I mean, we, so that, we did that for Stacey. I mean, I think it's I think that's good that we talked about it, too, because we're growing awareness to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, nobody else if, was aware of it. If you live in the United... If you live east of the United States and don't really understand what's going on, um, this isn't our fault. Like, trust me, there were plenty of Americans outside with their AR-15s pointed up at the sky just hoping that thing gets in range. We would have shot it down. All right. It's lucky Everybody it in America would have shot it down. If this lucky is, it didn't float over Texas. Right. This is 100% we're cracking on the Biden administration for being the biggest pussies in American history. Yeah. And with that said. So there's some controversy at the Pebble Beach. Oh, uh, what's actually, the controversy? Actually, two of the biggest courses in, in, the, in the world. Controversy. Pebble Beach, uh, the Pro-Am was won by Aaron Rodgers and Ben Silverman. Aaron Rodgers, whose gin handicap is 3.0, played off off of a 10 in the event. Oh, boy. Which is cheating. And... Uh, Keith Mitchell called him out. <laughs> he said that his handicap would BS. So is this a real controversy? Are they going to take it from him, or is this just all tongue-in-cheek at this point? I don't think that they're going to take it from him. It's a meaningless – it's the pro-am. So they're going to condone cheating? They're going to condone sandbagging? Uh, if net golf is lit- – Net golf is a competition of who can cheat the best. That's all it is. It has nothing to do with golf. It's who's the best cheater. That's so all it, net, net golf it, is. It's completely irrelevant then. It doesn't matter. It is nonsense. You might as well all, just play bingo. All net golf is crap. It's just who can cheat better than the other. How, uh, how much did he win by? Oh, they won by one. So how, how many of those guys that, that are playing in the net event, how many of them are cheating? Uh, the ones at the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you're, even if you're cheating by like one stroke. Uh, where's the, let me look at this. See if I can find it. I'd be interested to know. I'd be interested to know Chris, how uh, many of those so- guys are like it's almost like if or is it one of those things where if you're not cheating you're not trying type thing to uh, where well, it, it's it. like it's like steroids and bodybuilding like you need to take them to get that physique to be able to compete so is it one of those things where you need to fudge a little bit in order to compete in those uh those like celebrity uh net events Chris Solomon uh from No Laying Up finished Nine back. I imagine he he played off a of zero. Does it say what he played off of? It will. No, they've got it all locked. You see how this is shitty. This is very Chinese. Yeah, the the uh, yeah the pro am stuff is locked. It's all nonsense. It's all cheaters. So what do you? So what? What would you reckon? 
the percentage of the amateur net guys were playing at a handicap that's not accurate. In in the event, probably yeah. uh, at least half. If what, probably more than half. Actually, there's 150 of them. So, like, 100 probably had a inflated handicap. But you don't – even if you're a scratch player, you have to play it a net. See what I'm saying? To where you're at a disadvantage. Like, if you go and play in a net event, you're fucked. Yeah, like, uh, Chris Solomon was a is a – he played off zero, and they shot 17 under par. And his – his pro didn't even make a cut. And there he shot so what? He, they shot 17 under for the three days. And Chris Stroud, I don't believe, made the cut. Yeah, but I think the AMs are playing like 6,000 yards, dude. Yeah, they're playing short, but he's the, still playing off zero. Right, but the pins are in the middle. It's playing short. Stroud shot one over for the event. And they finished... 17 as a best ball. I didn't see any of it. Did you watch any of it? They probably didn't have it really televised. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see. They don't show the amateurs much, but I watched because I bet I bet Rose and you won. So I paid attention. Congratulations. How much did you win? 120 bucks. 125? That's it. 45. 45 bucks. 145. 145. Yeah, it oh, was. Shit. I think it was plus twenty eight hundred. So, 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 what do you do? Do you do you enforce stricter handicap regulations for the next event, or does it not matter because they're no, all celebrities cares? and who gives a fuck? They're all. It, listen, they are all. All those guys are members at clubs, which means they all play net crap all the time. Which means they all know that they're all cheating. So right. they understand it. It's like a yeah. If you're not cheating, if you're not you're trying. You're playing net golf. You're cheating. That's what people do. Like, <laughs> like literally, there's no nobody wins the net net championship at their club with an honest handicap. They give it just you doesn't happen. They usually give you a parking space too. Right. Right up close to the uh, clubhouse. Do, do they deserve to be parking closer than the handicap people? Like no, like the truly no, handicap. Like if you I've got win, like a hip replacement handicap. Those if type you of win your net club championship, you should get the furthest parking spot away from the club. <laughs> you should have to park over should, by yeah, park over, across the street, over by the maintenance shed. Yes, where like, where, like the like, where, where it says water in, clean some carts. Where it says like water not potable signs over by there. <laughs> yeah, as you walk in, clean some carts off. Like we're uh, like we're that uh, that guy we played with that uh, that time um, that hit the telephone pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They park over there. That's where yeah. they have to park. Ten T. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, St. Andrews. They built a uh, grilling patio on the 18th hole, or right in the middle. Oh, I've heard people bitching about something <laughs> like, about this. It looks bad because it's not like the grass around it is not grown in. 
but I think I just saw a tweet that uh, they they got they took it out. <laughs> the reaction was so bad that they took it out. And what was it? What did they what did they make back there? <laughs> like at the Swolken Bridge, where people cross the burn on eighteen. At St. Andrews, the uh, they built because it wore so much and it was grass didn't grow; it was just dirt. They built a, they put like brick. They tried to make it look like it was part of the bridge, so that it didn't get worn out, and people went lost their minds. Oh, I see here. It says a stone. St. Andrew decides to remove the stone, the new stone patio at the uh, Swilkin Bridge after social media uproar. Oh, <laughs> they got it, it's, it's a patio. It was a patio. They're calling it a patio. Oh, look at it. Yeah, it looks like a nutsack. Yeah, it doesn't look good. I think once the grass grew in, it'd be fine, but apparently it didn't get to that point. Oh, that does look bad. I'm looking at it right now. That's Either that's not a very good picture like, say, uh, here we go. Here's a quote from uh, someone said cement mix scraps. <laughs> like they just threw it together. What they had laying, laying around. We're gonna t- we're gonna test playing some sound. Uh, so, uh, Keith Mitchell on uh, Aaron Rodgers handicap. Can you hear that? No. If you want someone to hear it, you get you got to go through your phone on speaker, then put it up to the microphone. Oh well, he just said. Uh, well, no, 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 you can't. You know, you gotta, you gotta show us now. Somebody's got to, you got to pull it up on your phone, and you got to play it through your speaker. That's going to be difficult to find. Well, well just just send it Keith to me. Mitchell, I'll play it. Keith Mitchell played uh, with. Josh Allen and they finished four back. So and they asked Keith Mitchell about it and he says, Oh, everybody knows that Aaron Rodgers' handicap is crap. <laughs> Seeing if I can find it. No, I don't see anything, man. Not nothing on YouTube. I don't know. You gotta. You, we gotta hear what he says, though. You don't. I thought you said you had it. You just played it in your in your ears. I, I played it on the computer. I didn't, I'd have to try and find it on a. Oh well, that's a giant fail for not having that ready, not being technically sound. To understand how that works. That's okay. So, do you have a anyway, quote? Do you have a quote? He just said that you. Yeah, you he you just know. said. He said I, I didn't look at the leaderboard. I know we were close. Everybody knows Aaron Rodgers' handicap is crap. <laughs> Talking a little shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this week. Oh. Uh, they we played, some, so, they we played in so, Saudi. Did we talk about Saudi? I mean, yeah. no. We, uh, we, they played in Saudi or they played in they played Qatar? In last weekend. Uh, now you're deep throwing the mic. You're, you're like, oh. The, uh, there you go. Abraham Answer beat Cameron Young. But Cameron Young played well. 
Well, yeah, he's good at golf. Something to keep our eye on for the rest of this episode. Um, how did uh, or or uh, what's his name is playing this weekend in guitar? Brooksy. Brooksy, yeah, you're upset about this. Brooksy's yeah. um, left the band. He's going to play in guitar. Maybe he yeah. just wants to play in the warm weather. Maybe he's got a vacation out there afterwards or something. You know, you never it's know. It's pretty warm, and well, he doesn't have the option to play in Arizona. But, um, but you do. We do have some 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 interesting news from uh, the new uh, pro gossip corner. Yeah, another uh, rumor that was on it was circulating on the tw- the tweeter machine that. Uh, the Saudis had bought a whole bunch of land in Augusta, Georgia, and they were going to have Coor and Crenshaw build a course so that they could host a tournament the week before the Masters for their guys to get prepped for the Masters. Turns out that well, wait. Can you name who these people on Twitter? I mean, I'm sure there was some some Kyle Porters of the world that were probably reporting on this. I was not. It was uh, it was all those silly live accounts. Oh, they was- they'd taken it. They'd taken screenshots of a comment that was in a thread, and they just ran with it. Well, turns out that it's not entirely false that it appears that Augusta National bought all that land, not the Saudis. Arguably the same people. And the, but it's not to build a golf course per se. It's for more facilities. uh, And the possibility of a women's masters down the road. Well, this is a progressive podcast, so we're excited about this. Are you excited to hear about the women's masters? I think it'd be cool. The uh the women would play kind of like the US Open this year at Pebble for the women. Is is it an oxymoron to say women masters? No. Because it's not referring to the master of. I thought that's. I thought they are. What you're implying? No. Wait. What what am I implying? You're not implying. You're the master of another human. Why would you say I'm implying that? Masters is. But is a woman can master a a craft? What are things women can master? Let's just name a few. They can cook really well. They can they can cook. Okay. Anything else? Great at cleaning up stuff. <laughs> they do really well. Birthing they, birthing humans. They that, excel at birthing humans. The best. They are literally the greatest there is. There's nobody better at at giving birth to a child than a woman. Indeed. They're great at mothering humans breastfeeding they they're probably the best at that as well elite breastfeeders elite anything else any age uh what about voting 
they're not the best at that. They don't excel. They're not the best. They're in the bottom percentile of the voting. How about oh, drivers? I wouldn't say that. How I about women? Go- are they are they the masters at? Are they the best at driving? No, they're no, no. not the best at driving. They might be um, less aggressive drivers than men, but better. Hmm. Are they the best at complaining? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. But <laughs> they're, they're fair, complainers. Everybody's pretty good at complaining nowadays. But they're the best. Complaining is gender neutral but, in 2023. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess because everybody is the same gender in 2023. That's the only reason why. True. How um, dare you? All right. Well, I mean, hey, if the if the ladies become masters, no, that'd be that'd cool be though, because like, like Are the you? the women's open at Pebble is. I'd rather watch the women play in open at Pebble than the men. How long will it take after it's announced that there's going to be a women's masters for Hannah Gregg to tweet about starting to train to make the women's masters? Uh, five seconds. She might already have that one laid out and like it might, yes. Like as a template. But then, but then she'll go to mini tour qualifying and shoot 80 and the dream will be crushed. Can't do that. That's something you can't do. Mm-mm. No, like a bad day needs to be like 67. So do you want to apologize for blaming the Saudis for yet something that they had nothing to do with? What? This is Augusta National doing all this stuff. And you immediately I wasn't blaming to bl- them. You wanted to I blame the Saudis. I didn't blame them. Speaking of the Saudis, speaking of uh, greener grass on the other side, got a couple of guys going to live. Yeah, huge signing. Sebastian Munoz. Love that guy. Bassy, he's got a flex seal on his on his shirt. No way. Is yeah. it a, he's a flex seal guy? Oh I yeah. Love, I fucking love him now. <laughs> Dude, Flex Seal fucks. That should be a, a sponsor of this podcast. That you remember in the, in the uh what was it, worm? Worm farmer or something? Remember that one? Mm-mm. You don't remember the worm farmer? Where potential ads and we were going through them, and one of them was like a guy that grows worms. Remember, it was like a fishing one. Oh man, your your memory isn't good, dude. It's early early signs of dementia, I think. But yeah, sea yeah. bass is going. Uh, Mister Flex Seal apparently is going to live. Do we know what the con- do we know what the contract looks like? No, they don't really release those. Yeah, because we don't, we don't technically up- know what anybody's contract is. We have guesses. Nobody's was public. But that was only one half of the, the, the. There was a duo that signed that's going over to going over to live. Mito, Mito will probably be there too. Mito Pereira, Pereira. I can't say it. Can you? Can you? Do you have like a a Latin tongue where you mm-hmm. can roll? No. Try to roll the R's. Try to say his name. Mito Pereira. You didn't. Did you? Did you, did you attempt? Was that even an attempt to roll the R? 
No. No, okay. Yeah, so Mito's going. I like Mito. You like Mito. I seen Mito play like three rounds ago. Mito's a good guy. He, I think he's liked our tweets before. No, that was Chikara. No, but I think Mito did it too. And, and it was Moronk. I knew Moronk was there. Which, by the way, have we gotten anywhere with Moronk as a guest? No, he, he, I think he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Proke. You have one job. You're just the guest coordinator, bro. How many different ways did you send him a message? You said that you, you hit him up every possible way known to. Yeah, I, sent, I hit him up on uh, Twitter. Then what does that mean though? Did I, you just like make a tweet and tag him in it, or I did DM'd you DM like- him in Twitter? I DM'd him on Instagram. Then I responded to a story on Instagram, <laughs> and all of them are unseen. Oh shit, dude, that's wild, bro. <laughs> and wh- how's it going with Lou Stagner? I know you hit him up at one point. Also on. Unseen. <laughs> Nobody's even reading. Nobody your loves me. Are you willing? Listen, how much more time can go? We got to put a hard date on because I want to. I want you to read out loud what what your message was to Lou Stagner. We talked about this on a previous podcast, and I tried to get you to read it, and you you just said because I, I was like, well, what is the message? What, what's a message from Josh Proke to Lou Stagner? Like, start with. <laughs> Like, how does that message go? And you said something that was like, hey, Lou, or something like that. I was like, we'll read the whole message, and you were simping out. You didn't want to do it. But can we put a hard date on this? If he doesn't read We should try to get the – do you follow the account uh, Cat Turd? (laughs) I do follow Cat Turd, yeah. (laughs) I should try and get him to or her to interview but about what? We have nothing to talk to them. We can about. talk about the balloon. Oh, oh! You talk about wh- which cat? Which, which one are you talking about? Cat turd. What is that? I don't know what that is. is that Twitter on- account. Oh, cat I don't follow turd. that. I don't follow. I follow. I thought you were talking did, about something. They on tweeted: Madonna looks like an embalmed Muppet. <laughs> okay, well, you, know, you, you are the, the you're the guest coordinator, bro. But listen, I, I want I want to put a hard date on it. By the end of this month, if Lou Stagner hasn't read the message, you have to read the message I'm on not the podcast. Reading it, bro. Is it embarrassing? I don't even remember what it says at this point. The odds are. All right, let me ask you this: What do you think would be more embarrassing? China spying on the United States for an entire week with a balloon made in China. China or China or your DM to uh, Lou Stagner. Probably China. Okay. End of the month. Anyway, we got picks to make. We got got management. We got picks. This is the beginning of something great. I can feel Phoenix open week. One of the best weeks of the year. We're only going to cover golf events that are worth a shit. We, we we both agree that the PGA Tour is watered down as it is, and now p- some players are on live. So all, all of golf is watered down. We're we're only focusing on the fucking events that are worthwhile, and this is the first one of the year. The Waste Management Phoenix Open 
stadium golf at its finest. Yeah, they got some. They had, man, I wish I could find it real quick. Procade's the golf course. Oh, it's not. It's it's kind of like a, it's a entertaining finishing holes. Not a good golf course by any means. You'd probably if if it weren't the Phoenix Open, you'd probably play it and be like, "Wow, this place sucks." But because of the crowd and whatnot. And there's some scoring holes coming in. What's the name of the course? Do we know uh, who designed TV, it? it uh, yes. My brain just shut off. I do know who designed it. <laughs> Old pro. What's his name? I think he died. <laughs> that's That's not good. I think he was an announcer too. Is it the stadium course at TPC Scottsdale? Yeah. Okay. So this is a TPC course. So this is why it's like this. Right. Most of the course. Yeah. I mean, it's like that for Sawgrass too. They made Sawgrass. Since you're looking at it, what's his name? Um, Let's see here. Oh, Tom Weiskopf. Weiskopf. And That's Jay right. Morris. I, I like Tom Weiskopf. Yeah, but he's terrible at designing golf course. Broke hates the golf course. Too it's much water? No, it's just... Meh. But they, 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 they put the scoring holes at the end, which make it an entertaining finish to a golf tournament. But other than that, it's very... It's a TPC. I, I dare you to find me a TPC course that you'll like. Uh, Sawgrass is supposed to be really good. You wouldn't like it. You would hate Sawgrass. Uh, it, you would I'm hate sure Sawgrass. Hard. Oh, you would hate it. You would hit a ball. You'd be like, that's dumb. Why is there water on 79% of every hole? That's dumb. And why is there 55 sand- bunkers on every fucking hole? That's dumb. Why is every hole flat as a pancake? That's dumb. Why are these mosquitoes biting me on my eyelid? This is dumb. Like, you, why is it 175 degrees and I'm sweating? Why, you know, you would just continue to be bitching after bitching. You would not like TBC. It's not for you. $500? Uh, well, no, I wouldn't play it. I'm not Fuck gonna, no. It's I'm not, not paying no. that to play golf. No. Uh, you would get I more. I would probably in, pay that to play Pebble. You would get more of the Valley course. You could pay 150 and play the Valley. You'll get good value out of that. Uh, no, I'd rather. I've never heard anything good about the Valley course. You're hearing it from me. I used to work out there. Okay. The valley course is where it's at. Now I'm I'm assuming that this means that they're keeping it in tip top shape, you know? Well, they're having uh that's where Q school is. It's a good golf course, bro. It's a hard golf course. The valley is a very hard golf golf course. It's a very good golf course. It's not the stadium. So that's the thing. Like TPC Sawgrass has changed so much since it was originally designed. Well, that's I've still heard that. 
Sawgrass is a good golf course, despite all the crap. The tour trying to turn it into Augusta. It's it's very green. Florida. It's very Florida. Like the layout I'm talking about is very Florida. It's very Pete Dye. Right. Like there's a lot of uh, like Harbor Town is going to be. Dye's a good architect. It is. He's a really good architect. Modern, but. but Sawgrass is a. There's still plenty of width. Sawgrass is like the like older brother that's on steroids of um, Harbor Town. Harbor Town's like the cute, cuddly little brother of Sawgrass. You know Sawgrass how I know that there's plenty of width at Sawgrass. Cameron Smith won there. Listen. He's from Ponte Vedra. He plays it every fucking day. That's like a true hometown course. It doesn't matter. He could he could have moved to to Hilton Head and played Harbor Town every day. He's not winning at Harbor Town. No, probably not. Sawgrass, Sawgrass is a bigger course though. It's like again, it's it, it's well, what not, Harbor he's Town not like is. A boofer. It's what Harbor Town is, just the older brother that's on steroids. No, it's, it's not boom. anywhere near as narrow. There's room to hit the driver all over it. It's sawgrass. I'm not. I'm saying it's a bigger course. It's wider. It's girthier. It's a bigger course than Harbor. Harbor Town's a different. It's like a, but the greens and like the layout of the course is very similar to sawgrass. So sawgrass doesn't play long. It plays short. Because they dry it out like the fairways run like fucking stump on like eleven, like a green. Like they're fucking firm and they're and they're they're cut down. I like I like sawgrass. I like Pete Dye. But based on what you've said about golf courses, I just don't think for five hundred bucks. Like I don't think I think it'd be miserable. I'm not considering the price. Well, you have to nowadays. How much do you think waste management is? Like a, it's like, like three fifty. See, I would I never. Wouldn't, I wouldn't pay it either. I wouldn't play I, there. I wouldn't unless you had the stadium seats there and a bunch of people up there drinking beer. Like that's what I want to pay three fifty to experience. Wouldn't want to do that either. Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Hmm. But I'm definitely, people. I'm definitely not playing it. Like no, when there's no, no stands and shit there. No. How not much? Is, how much is Beth Page? Uh, I'm not sure. Pebble I Beach might, is like $800. It's like I ridiculous, might be going right? To Beth Page in July. We well, have to tell me how much it costs. I'd be curious to know what the black course costs. Apparently, you have it's like first come, first serve, too. They don't even schedule tea yeah, times. Like, it's kind of like St. Andrews. You got to show up early. That's how San Andrews is too. You just show up. There's no tea times. There's no tea times. So what if you're planning a fucking like European like golf vacation? You want to play at San Andrews? Well, I don't know if there's no tea times. No, like uh, the people I know that have gone to out there to play, they they showed up in the morning and got put out before dark. Yeah, they all got it in. All right, here comes the picks. We promise everybody the picks. All right, so this is what we're going to do this year. We're trying something else. Last year we did – it was really hard to win. Oh, it was really fucking hard to win. We would pick a, a, a winner, a top five, and a top ten. 
weekend's black course is 150 I'll do it. $90 Twilight. I'll do it. Let's go. Public golf. That's why you love public golf. Um, so this is what we're going to do this year. Instead of doing the top, the winner, top five, top 10, we're just going to pick, we're all, we're going to put 20 bucks Dude, on you know five what players to win. So it's a hundred dollar bet every week for not every week we do golf. I mean, not every week there's going to be a golf tournament we're betting on, but this is, this is the first one. And the rest of them are going to be the same way. We're going to pick five winners each at $20 a pop. $100 bet. And we've got the current up-to-date odds as of Monday, February 6th at 10 p.m. Proke, give me your five guys. You go ahead. I thought you were about to lead into something big there. Okay, you're gonna copy me. Don't copy me, dude. Not gonna co- Why would I copy you? Listen, I've won a golf bet the last like three out of the four weeks. Three out of the four weeks of the since the tour started back up, I've right, won so, a golf bet. So here, here, here's my strategy. We are we are painting with a shotgun here. I've got a big shotgun. We're gonna call it the Woody. And it fires out five bullets. These bullets are for this week. Tony Finau plus eighteen hundred. John Rahm plus eight fifty. Rory McIlroy plus nine hundred. Cam Young plus three thousand. And Patrick Cantlay plus two thousand. What was Cam Young? Plus 3,000. So, again, I'm just I'm going with guys that have been playing well. Rory recently won, playing well. Rom has won twice. He's playing awesome. Long, Both of them are long ball hitters. Um, both of them are going to be in contention. Tony Finau, been playing well. Long hitter, good iron player. I have no idea if he's ready to be in contention or not, but I think he's... I think Rom and Rory are the two favorites. Peanut butter or jelly? Take your pick. I think Finau is in that so second tier. The, the top two players in the world are the, one, the two favorites. I, well, I think for this golf course, yeah, absolutely. If we were playing Harbor Town, I would not put them as or Sawgrass for that matter. If you're playing Har- Rory's won at Sawgrass. That's not his course. <laughs> okay. Look, t- Tiger's won at Sawgrass. I wouldn't pick Tiger if he was playing. If, if he could walk right now, I wouldn't pick him to win at Sawgrass. Well, he's broke. It's uh, just not, it's not his course. Well, this course, he's played it every year and he's never finished very, very high. So I- he's coming into it with good vibes, though. Who? But I'll tell you what, Cantley, he, he's not a long hitter, but he's a good ball striker. And I feel like you feel like he might have lost last year in a playoff. Well, no, I just I feel like he's he's not going to wow anybody with his iron play or his off the tee or really his putting. Wait, but he's what? always going to be up there, though. 
He's a guy that's just steady Eddie, but he's steady Eddie above average steady Eddie. Like he's constantly always going to be in the con in, in, in the discussion. But I don't know if he's got the firepower to take down like a Rom. If he's Patrick one- Cantlay. If Patrick, yeah, I don't, I don't see Patrick Cantlay coming from three shots behind to beat John Rom on the back nine. I don't see that happening. I see him sneaking oh, in. Okay. I, I see him. I see him being in the top five, sneaking in, maybe to a playoff if someone comes back to him. But I don't know. I just. I, I don't. You think Cantlay's a killer? He's a Sunday back nine killer. In non majors, he is. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I got him on there, bro. He's he's one of my guys. Again, Finau plus eighteen hundred, Rom plus eight fifty, Rory plus nine hundred, Cam Young playing well, and I'm loving the fucking number. Long hitter coming into it playing well, plus three thousand. And then again, well. and then Travel, again, I'll, he might be a little jet lag. But then again, uh, can't lay plus two thousand. I'll take it. Give it to me. Um, but I think it's a Rom and Rory show. All right, don't copy me. What are your picks? I'm going to copy you with the first one. Also picking Tony Fee now, plus 1,800. There's one he's he's already fucking stole from me. All right, let's see how far. I I know there's at least two or three more. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Fee now, great iron player. Putting a little better. Gonna be good. Uh Colin Morikawa plus two thousand. He's top five the first two events of the year he's played. I think he's gonna he's gonna get smoked at this place though. It's an iron play like Webb Simpson excelled here. It's a good iron player golf course. Are you taking Webb Simpson? Are you taking Webb Simpson? Webb Simpson's dead. I I think Mark Cowell will play decent. He'll get a top 20, but he's not going to contend. But, I mean, you're getting plus 2,000 for him, so you're you're getting what he's worth. Plus 2,800. Two-time winner, Hideki. Been playing okay. Better. Coming back from an injury. Hurt back. So why are you taking him? Why? He loves the golf course, always plays good there. Won there twice. Great iron player. But he's he's basically a crash dummy right now, though. He played decent his first three events of the year. Look, Morikawa. And now he's going to a place that he loves. All right, we like Finau, but you also stole that pick from me, right? Then you decided to veer away from what I was doing, and you went with Morikawa, which is a little sus. Not really. He'll. Con- I mean, I don't think he's going to contend, but he'll play well. But it's kind of sus. And then you went straight to the crash test on me. This is going. This is not trending good. We're gonna stay at plus twenty eight hundred again. Oh and boy. Go- Tom Kim. Oh no, he's a poofer though. Doesn't matter. It's an iron golf course. Like it's in the desert. The ball goes forever for everyone. Bubba Watson has won this event twice. You said 
Bubba twice, Brooks twice. Right. These Hideki are guys. Twice. These are guys that. Are, when did Hideki win? Two years ago. And now he's a crash test dummy. He he's fine. Okay, Tom he's Kim, fine. Thomas the Tank Engine Kim mm-hmm. is a poofer. You've said he's a poofer. Yes, I have. Mat- Matsuyama is not a poofer. No, Hideki's not a poofer. No, Brooks, he's not. Brooks he's is good not iron a player. I'm. Iron, iron. Listen, Brooksy is not a great iron player. He's a pretty good iron player. He's you not. A, he's not a ball striker. Yes, yes, he is. No, he's not. He is not. You don't. You don't win. <coughs> you don't win for two U.S. Opens and two PGAs without being a great iron player. They're all great iron players. Every single one of them. He's Relative. not of all of his skills. Iron playing is not the is not why he's won majors. He is a clutch putter in big moments, and he gets his strokes gained off the tee. Uh, if you say so, you can't disagree with that. That's but anyway, I Thomas can. Kim, you're you're not trending in the right direction. He's pretty bad, like Brooks is. Not great off the tee. So you got Finau again, great pick, plus 1,800. Stole that from me. And then you went Morikawa, plus 2,000. Hideki Matsuyama, plus 2,800. And then you're, you're sticking with that that same train at, with, with Tom Kim at plus 2,800. All right, who's your last pick? I'm going to pick him to stay hot. Local boy. Oh, no. Max. Max Oma, Oma twenty two hundred. I was gonna. It was either it was either Max or Cantlay. Well, Cantlay hasn't been playing very good. Max has. Max has he has played recently, but I, again, I don't know. I don't know. I, it was him or Cantlay. It was him or Cantlay. Well, what's Max's? Uh, twenty two hundred. I don't know. I don't know that Max has much of a history as this event. I did not look it up. Oopsies. Off the tee. I like I like Finau. I like Max. I don't know what to I don't like Tom Kim. I think Matsuyama, you're I don't know. I think you're just pulling it grasping at straws on that one. Maybe uh, maybe Morikawa. I think you're a little out of pocket with Thomas Kim, though. The tank engine. But you've got good odds. I mean, you're the guy with the lowest odds is plus 1800. And you said you've been on fire with golf picks. I've won. I've won a bet three out of the four weeks so far. So do you feel confident that the winner of this golf tournament? I, I placed a bet. Wasn't any of these guys that I picked? That's what I was just about to say. So, do you feel confident that the winner of this golf tournament is going to be one of the five guys you just picked? No. <laughs> Are you confident that it's going to be one of the five guys that I picked? No. Really, between Finau, Rom, Rory, Cantley, or Cam Young, you don't feel confident it's one of those five guys? Mm-mm. 
So who do you feel confident about? That's what you, the whole point. You're supposed to make your pick. There's nobody. It's whoever's hot. So golf is like winning the lottery is completely by luck, chance. No. You you kit like guessing who's going to show up and be hot that week is uh, a guess. That's why the odds are so far long for the top guys. But that's what if you can if you can if you can bet good with golf, you can make money. Right, but you're not you're never going to bet good by picking a bunch of winners. Like the 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 place you're gonna make money in golf is betting matchups and betting top tens and top twenties. See, like you, you can predictably say that John Rom will finish top twenty, and his. But you're odd, not gonna make anything on that. Well, it's a plus a hundred. It's the same as betting a game with a spread of an NFL game with a right. spread. Right. So you bet a hundred dollars at plus a hundred, you make a hundred dollars. Right. And I would much rather like, bet on an entire football team, an entire football team at fifty fifty than a golfer in a field of a hundred and fifty finishing the top twenty. That's actually top ten. Oh, that's even worse. Like John Rom hasn't finished outside of the top ten in like a long time. Right, but that to me has more risk in it. Like I would much I rather think, take I think five. Lot, I wouldn't put like it's plus 110 for Rory to be top 10. I wouldn't bet that. Cuz Rory to, I think he's played here once and he does not it's not his thing. He's only here cuz of the uh he has to be because he skipped Hawaii. And it's one of their elevated things. Cam Young. I was going to take Cam could, Young if you could, didn't take him. Could, so, so you just didn't take him because I took him. Yeah. Like the bet I placed on a winner was uh, the bets I placed on winners are all like five dollars because it's or yeah maybe maybe you don't pick five winners right like we're doing we're gonna see what happens i put five you, on Sahith the gala to win because if you're gonna do that you almost have to pick long shot guys to make your money back correct so like, i bet five dollars on rose this week made a hundred hundred and forty dollar profit yeah, so maybe you bet top fives, top tens. You you can bet like yeah, five. Yeah, I bet guys. more money on the top tens and top five. Because there there are ways to make money with golf. It's got to yeah, be it's if not you, winners. But I mean, if winners you, are lottery picks. If you if you figure out like if if you could figure out if you could break down the data and really understand like a history of who plays really well on certain designers, certain days of the week rainy conditions perfect conditions fast greens slow greens like you can really break all that data down and have history for every player playing in the event that's almost kind of like how greyhounds are 
Did you ever used to bet on greyhounds? No. When you were a kid or anything? No. Growing up in Florida, the greyhound track was very popular, especially when I was growing up as a kid, like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. And you get a program. It has all the dogs and every dog's different, but they're all greyhounds and they're all within like 20, 30 pounds of each other. They all have different stats on different courses, but it's all the same track. Some tracks are a little longer. Some are a little shorter. They have different types. You know who the... But they break it down like that. There's eight different dogs and some dogs break fast. Some dogs break late. Some dogs do well on the inside numbers. Some well dogs do better on the outside numbers and vice versa. And there's a lot of data that you're breaking and canceling out. Then ultimately you find the person that's in the best, the best situation. They're in the best. They've got the best number. They got the best box for the track and the track length. Cause some, some tracks are like with like dirt, some are clay. Um, there might've been grass ones. I don't know. Maybe it's all dirt. I think it was all dirt. But nonetheless, there's like different variables there. And certain dogs did really, really well on certain specific types of tracks. So it's like that with golf. If you could break it down to who's playing really well on horses for uh, courses for horses, so to speak, like you can, you can pick within like three or four guys and they're all going to be, you could probably pick three or four. If you really broke the data down, you could probably accurately pick three out of five in the top 10. Winning is tough. Mm -hmm. Because that literally comes down to one bounce on the 18th tee shot. Mm -hmm. Correct. But if if you really broke the data down, you should be able to pick three out of five in the top 10. Definitely in the top 20. Yeah. You can make a lot of money doing uh, doing that with golf, but you have to like break down a lot of numbers. It's not as easy as football. I make money on golf. So do you have any live picks going into this? Yeah, I told you I bet on Sahit the goal to win. So you, well, that's the only bet. You took a guy to win after all of that. uh, None of the, like matchups and stuff are out yet. They don't have tea times. Oh, it's out. too early. Well, we'll oh, no, I only I only pick like one winner, and he's got to have odds. I'm not going to take the favorite for and what's, five bucks. What's his odds? The gala is four plus forty five hundred. So I, I mean, win like two hundred dollars if he wins. How much did you bet? Five. Five five bucks. Okay. I'm not betting much on winners. But there could be some more coming back coming up. Once you get you're you're looking for matchups. You're looking for, for the pairings and Yeah, I'll make other bets. For right. sure. Waste management open. We both like Finau. I think it's honestly gonna be Ram Ram or Rory. And um, hey, who do you think? Uh, we both like at, Cam Young as a dark horse too. Looking at the fantasy uh, power rankings, who do you think number three is? Rory's one, Rom's two. Who do you think three is? Without looking, Max Homa. This, this is 
this is what is this for again? This is fantasy power rankings. Yeah, like power rankings for the tournament. Who's the for top? this tournament? For this tournament. Oh, I think you meant for the tour. Um, Rom, Rory. I mean, it's it's got to be either Scheffler or Finau. You got number one, Rory. Number two, John Rom. Number three, Colin Morikawa. Number four, Xander. Number five, Scotty Scheffler. Then six is Cantley and seven is Homa. We'll see what happens. I, th- I think it's Rom. Listen, if you want to make a quick Rom's five dollars here every year of his career, and he has not done well ever. If you want to win a quick five dollars, bet a hundred dollars on Rom. I think it's going to be Rom. But I like Cam Young at plus 3,000. Throw a hamburger on Cam Young, you will win a little something. You, you, if I were you, I would do that, bro. Because you can gamble in your state, dude. What, uh, Cam Young? He's never won, though. I guess Sahith hasn't won yet either. So Plus 3,000 isn't bad. And he's got the game built for this course. But... You got anything else? Uh, no. No? Like, that, that was everything? What's, uh, I don't know. What's, hold on a second. What? Let me look up. Uh, Mr. Dang <laughs> on it. Mr. Uh, Cam Young real quick. You're to date Iron's approach. Like I said, that matters. Does he win this year on tour? Cam Young, if he stays, he does, yes. Why not win this week? 14. He was 14th on tour to Iron Pot. Yeah, he could easily win here. He's super long, and he's a great, good uh, top 15 Iron player. So that for plus 3,000. That's what I'm saying. He must suck at putting. Or short game is just trash. Like he's he never gets up and down, like ever. If he misses the green, it's a bogey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's possible too. Um oh, crap. Again, I think Rom Fina I think it goes Rom Finau, uh Cam Young. Here's your three picks. Rom Finau, Cam Young. Take it to the bank. Take it to your bookie. Get her done. <laughs> Visit us on Twitter and the tw- what do you call it, the Twitter machine? The Twitter tweeter machine. Yeah, the he's tw- the uh, tweeter machine. Strokes gain T to green for for Cameron Young is fifteenth at one point two six four. Strokes gain around the green minus point one six two, and putting is minus point four two one. So he, yeah, so he's 169th in putting and 150th around the green. He doesn't know what he's doing with a wedge or a putter in his hand. Relative to a tour player, yeah. His driving distance is 313 average. That's that's far. 
Oh, did you have, before we get out of here, did you have um, any, any special news for your buddy uh, in Ohio? Number 11 um, golf instructor in the state of Ohio. What about him? Oh, whatever that thing I sent you. Yeah, what was that? I have no idea what I didn't actually read it. I just saw it and I was like, oh, Mike's going to like this. When are you going to approach him to be your new coach? (laughs) Meglin? Never. (laughs) Why not? Dude, you know how awesome. He's not not at uh, Golf Tech anymore. Where's he at now? He's at a club now. Up Up in Cleveland. Like East Side. Yeah, there was a, I think they they did a they did a write up on them in the uh, cleveland.com, I believe. The uh That was Golf Digest. No, but it uh, said it was a link to the, no, that that was a like a meme from Golf Digest. Was it? That write up wasn't about that, that was through cleveland.com. Oh, he was voted Golf Digest, Best Young Teachers in America. Oh, that's like a charity award they give out to people. Is it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's, there's like a hundred of them in there. Uh, I know that he knows the guy I get lessons from, and they, they'll play together. And he's <laughs> like, uh, I've oh heard about rounds where, where, uh, <sighs> Like the guy I get lessons from is was a really good player, played mini tour golf, and a lot of the guys he plays with around here are really good players. He's like, we were at they were at a course. He's like, the last time I played with Joe, we me and Ryan shot sixty five, and he shot eighty four. Oh boy. <laughs> Listen, I would um so Joe Meglin isn't an alpha then, is what you're saying. I no, I think he uh I don't think he plays a lot of golf anymore. Who is who's more who has a better chance to be alpha, Joe Meglin or Merrick? I don't know. I've never met Joe Meglin. Yeah, you never met Merrick either. I mean you've you've had in- encounters with him. Listen, what if I paid for a lesson? Would you go s- s- get a lesson from Meglin if I paid for it? But you had to record the whole thing. I want the content. But you can't tell them what you're doing. You just got to go have a serious lesson with them and let them try to fix you. It's at a private club. I don't think I can get a lesson from him. Oh, well, you can get a lesson. I can get a lesson. I'll hit him up. Uh, I'm not who- going. He knows who you I am. You fly up and get a lesson. <laughs> No, because he knows who I am, dude. I gotta. You have to just like naturally. He knows who Scooter is. <laughs> he hates Scooter. <laughs> he hate. He blocked Scooter quick. That, he wasn't gonna put up with Scooter very long. <laughs> He's like that's what, what. What's his line when he says something? Oh yeah. He, well, you no. Know, I think he said, "Was it golf is hard or something?" Is that what it yeah. is? <laughs> He's you're like, oh, you hit that like so far off the toe with the face open. He's like, golf is hard. Golf is hard. <laughs> like, you're an instructor. Like he make well, that's my problem with him is that he makes these videos of like him doing these like these moves correctly or whatever. He gives you like the before and after, and like, and then what I see is in the after video, he's still doing it wrong. You know what I mean? Like, 
So I'm calling them out on the bullshit a little bit. I'm like, look, if you're, I mean, what you're saying to do is correct, but you're not actually doing what you're saying you're doing in the video, you know? So I just, right. <laughs> I feel like there's a need to at least call those people out. And I called them out. They, they don't like it though. You know what I mean? Like they, they don't, are you saying that Meglin's not really the real deal? Is that what you're saying? Like he's kind of like, uh, he, he's I don't a, think he's, uh, He's an instructor now. I don't know that he's as much. He's like a great player. I don't know what his like uh, playing history is. I mean, you kind of know. I don't. He's the number 11 instructor in the state of Ohio. Instructor doesn't mean a lot about playing ability. Why wouldn't you get a lesson with him? Because I get a lesson from... But this is free. All you got to do is just go and get a lesson from... It's free. Why wouldn't you do it? I don't want extra thoughts floating around in my head. (laughs) Are you saying (laughs) that he could possibly fuck up your entire game with one lesson? Is that why you don't want to go get a lesson from Joe Meglin? No, I'm saying that he could put thoughts in my head... (laughs) Contradicting what I'm working on. That's I'm too much of a mental midget to ignore. You're you're too good for Meglin, is what you're saying. I, I'm a mental midget. You're too you're too good for Meglin. You're above Meglin instruction. No, I'm not above anybody. Like Joe Meglin would teach Van Rome how to swing a golf club, and you're not going to go to Listen, Van Rome's coach for. For money, the guy I go to teach Van. Every instructor teaches bad golfers. But would you? Or but are money is green. Bad golfers have green money, also. Right, but do you have the pride to tell people that your instructor is the same guy that instructs Van Rome? No, I that wouldn't bother me at all. I call bullshit. I'm now going to get Van Room lessons from your guy. And that way, I'm just, sure, I'm just sure so you all could have the same coach. Cause I'm, that, sure, I, I'm sure my guy has bad golfers that he teaches. No, specifically Van Room, because Van Room says you're a beta hater and you Van, hate Van, Van Room. would not, not go to him. Why wouldn't he go to him? I don't think he'd. Van thinks he needs lessons. <laughs> so Van's too good for your guy is what is what you're saying. Oh Jesus Christ! What a misleading headline. Um, that's going to be the headline. Maybe I, it says. I just sorry. I've opened up my browser. And it's like Miles Garrett suffers severe injury in Pro Bowl game, and then you read down it. And it says uh, he got a dislocated toe. Like, it's February. (laughs) Who gives a crap? Stupid. You know who else has got a dislocated toe? Stacy. Stacy. And on that note, you can visit us on uh, the Twitter machine and on Instagram at Clubhouse VIP POD at Clubhouse VIP pod. Don't you have a picture of Stacy's foot? I've got a bunch of them. You should change your the clubhouse Twitter handle 
to picture her, her foot, foot, her foot, and, and name it Stacy's mutant feet. <laughs> name the count Stacy's mutant yeah. feet. Just rename the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to be good. Maybe, maybe, maybe somebody listening should create a Twitter account, like a It'll meme like account. The, yeah, like a meme account, like the Chinese spy balloon had. Right. Yeah, we could have a Stacy's toe meme account. She would be so pissed. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. All right. Hey, guys, this is a bit of an Easter egg. If you've hung on this long in this episode, <laughs> be on the lookout for Stacy's Toe uh, Twitter account. You never know when that thing's going to pop up, but it's definitely going to pop up. This is going to happen. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Waste management this weekend, Super Bowl this weekend. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Yeah. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.